0: From TLDR News, this is your daily briefing for Thursday, the 21st of July, 2022. Good afternoon. Today we'll be discussing some of the biggest stories, including Apple's butterfly keyboard lawsuit and Russia's comments on Ukraine. We'll also be answering today's big question. Just what is going on with gas in Europe? as well as discussing the potential fallout from Mario Draghi's resignation. But first, a Tory leadership update. This is the first daily briefing after a small hiatus period. Hopefully most of you knew why we were gone. We were dedicating our time and effort to ensuring that our live coverage of the Tory leadership was as good as it could be. Anyway, we thought it would be good to start by giving a quick rundown of what's happened. In essence, the Conservative Party has been whittling down their candidates for Prime Minister over the last week or so. We now have the final two candidates, who are going to be voted on by the wider party membership, former Chancellor Rishi Sunak and Foreign Secretary Liz Truss. We'll find out which of these two become our next Prime Minister by September the 4th. The leadership race has already seen a lot of blue-on-blue action, with candidates openly attacking each other's records. This is only set to intensify in the coming weeks. The war in Ukraine has, unfortunately, still been raging on while we've been away. It seems today, too, like the fighting could expand across the country, at least if we take Sergei Lavrov, the Russian foreign minister's comments at face value. He has said today that the Russian force's focus is no longer just on the east of the country. About this, he explained that Moscow's strategy has changed since the West has supplied Ukraine with long-range weapons. Specifically, he said that we cannot allow the part of Ukraine controlled by Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky to possess weapons that would pose a direct threat to our territory. It probably wasn't a coincidence that Lavrov's comments came right after the US announced that it would be providing Ukraine with more long-range weapons. There's more on the way, but be sure to subscribe and ring the bell to make the Daily Briefing part of your daily routine. Or just search for us on your podcast app to listen along. Italy has been thrown into political turmoil after Mario Draghi resigned as Prime Minister, setting the stage for an early election, likely in October. His resignation became almost inevitable after three key coalition partners withdrew their support from his broad coalition in a confidence vote in the Senate last night. The right-wing League Party, Silvio Berlusconi's Forzia Italia, and the populist Five Star movement all abstained from the vote. Draghi, who will stay on in a caretaker capacity for now, oversaw a period of political stability in Italy after he was brought in in February 2021 to lead a broad coalition government of parties from left to right, and was crucial in leading Italy through its pandemic recovery. Autumn elections are unusual in Italy, and it will certainly hamper parliamentary discussions over the country's budget for 2023, which normally dominates the political process in the autumn. Iraq has recalled its top diplomat from Ankara and summoned the Turkish envoy in Baghdad after blaming Turkey for a missile strike on a resort area that killed at least eight civilians near the Turkish border. Officials said most of the victims were tourists visiting the mountains from other parts of Iraq. Iraq's Prime Minister condemned the attack, saying that Turkish forces committed blatant violation of the sovereignty of Iraq. Turkey has rejected Iraq's claims and instead suggested that the attack may have been carried out by Kurdish militants. Turkey launches regular strikes into northern Iraq to target militants from the Kurdish Workers' Party, or PKK, which has been fighting an insurgency against Turkey since 1984. The United Nations Mission in Iraq and US State Department both condemned the killing of civilians without naming a perpetrator. Turning to the US, where Apple has agreed to pay some 50 million U.S. dollars to settle a class-action lawsuit over its butterfly keyboards. Back in 2015, Apple announced that it would ship MacBooks, MacBook Airs and most MacBook Pros with brand new redesigned keyboards with butterfly keys in order to fit in the smaller chassis. The keys were, however, susceptible to becoming unresponsive and sticky, and could be very, very easily damaged by dust or debris. Initially, Apple denied anything was wrong until in 2018, it launched a repair and replacement program. In 2020, it phased out the butterfly keyboard entirely. Until the settlement, customers in seven US states could receive up to $395 if they replaced multiple keyboards, $125 for a single keyboard, and $50 to people who replaced keycaps. The settlement does not come with Apple admitting any wrongdoing. That's all we have time for on YouTube today, but if you want more, including our discussion of just what's going on with gas in Europe, and the fallout from Draghi's resignation, then watch the extended edition of the Daily Briefing over on Nebula. Nebula subscribers not only get everything you've already watched ad-free, but also an extended edition of the show every single day, available to watch on Nebula or stream on your podcast app of choice. So if you want to support the channel and get a more extensive daily briefing every day, you'll want to sign up.